0: You're listening to the Alliance Specialty Podcast, dedicated to insurance and risk management solutions and trends shaping the market today.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another Alliance Specialty Podcast. CJ Dietzman here with Alliance Cyber. And these are super exciting times here at Alliance and specifically at Alliance Cyber. And we are super excited to welcome a new member to the Alliance Cyber team with a specialty in cyber brokerage, a fellow that I've known for quite some time. Nolan Wilson, welcome to the Alliance Cyber Team.
0: Hey, CJ. Thanks a lot for having me. Great to be here.
1: We are super jazzed that you're here. Nolan, tell us a little bit about your background, the specific areas of expertise that you're bringing to the team.
0: Yeah, so I've been in the industry about 18, 19 years. I started at one of the large brokers in actually the account management division, which was more of a generalist role but it enabled me to see all lines of coverage. And then about 2015, I transitioned to the Eno and cyber world. So I've been on both the brokerage side as well as working for a couple of MGAs during that time before I found my way to Alliant here within the last month.
1: Awesome, awesome. And Nolan, for the benefit of our clients and for those who joined the podcast today, can you tell us specifically why Alliant? Why Alliant Cyber, why now? What kind of drew you in to join the team?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was just the team that I saw that was being built. I mean, I talked to a handful of guys on the leadership building out the practice, which I think had a lot of great opportunities. I think every broker has is, is gone through the environment where kind of you have a lot of individuals that are handling cyber that may not be experts, and then you build out a specific team to you know, really adhere to the needs of the clients. And just after meeting with a handful of individuals on the team and just kind of seeing how the culture worked, that's definitely an exciting time and see a lot of great opportunity. So that was a big part of it.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that, Nolan. Nolan, what approach do you take when engaging with clients? What can Alliance Cyber Clients expect when engaging with Nolan, if you're a part of the cyber brokerage and and the cyber risk management team?
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, to me, one of the most important things is building out the relationships, not only with clients, but also with the underwriters that you're working with. You know, how do you create an environment where the client can trust you and rely on you? They know you're going to be responsive. They know you're detailed oriented around the policy coverage, terms and conditions that you're going to be pushing for the best price in the marketplace. So, you know, all of those things take time to get to know a company to really understand what they do, what, what their goals are, as well as if you're going to work with a risk manager or a CFO or whoever's controlling the insurance to really understand what their individual goals are so you can make sure that you're hitting on those points for them. So I think the brokerage piece and the coverage and making sure you're responsive on claims and the advocacy part with controls, that's all a huge part of the job, but I think so is creating the relationships with the clients so that they know you, they have an expectation of your work product, and they can rely on you to show up when you say you're going to and, and do the things that you, that you say you're going to within the timeframe that we all agree on.
1: Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Having said that, I am super eager to get you engaged with some of the clients I'm working with here at Alliance Cyber. That's number one. Number two, since we have you on the podcast today, Nolan, I want to pick your brain a bit. It's a critical moment in the cyber risk management industry. There's a lot going on. Just think about what we've all experienced in the past 24, 36 months, where the market's at, but perhaps most importantly, wanted to get your candid perspective, Nolan the benefit of our clients. And and I'm certainly interested to hear your answer as well. What are we seeing right now in the cyber insurance market? What's going on right now? What are the trends that you're observing? And then of course, what do you see on the horizon?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a big question there. I think really over the last handful of years, you've seen the continued entrance of new companies into the marketplace. Obviously there was some struggles in 2020, 21, 22, you know, with the pandemic, but there's been a continued influx of MGAs and and other parties and, and cybersecurity firms as well that are offering different services within the cyber insurance realm. So I think that has created a ton of competition. You know, you saw losses that really ticked up and impacted the insurer's Uh, in 2020, 21. And you saw a lot of increase in pricing, increase in retentions from that, but the competition did not stop. And with the number of entrants that are in the marketplace now, you've you've started to see that trend down and and some of the pricing come down on renewals and programs. So I think part of that is we're at a point in the cyber industry where a lot of companies and a lot of insurance companies are trying to figure out what are the cybersecurity standards and protocols going to be? What do they need to be? I always give an analogy like with auto insurance, like you would never try to get auto insurance for a car that didn't have seatbelts and didn't have a steering wheel and nowadays didn't have airbags. But I think there's been such a variance in what the requirements are from a cyber underwriting perspective that it's caused a lot of confusion with clients who... Maybe don't know the answers or don't understand the questions being asked. And has resulted in a lot of ambiguity in how the pricing is determined, how the retentions are determined, how the coverage is determined. And so I think we're starting to figure that out as an industry and move more to agreed upon standards that are required from an underwriting perspective for all companies to have, whether it's, you know, MFA or EDR tools or, or other things like that. So, I think that's helped drive, along with how the the marketplace was increasing prices and retentions a couple of years ago, that's really helped drive an increase in understanding and the need to have controls in place from the client side, from the buyers of the insurance, which has hopefully helped us all get on the same page between the broker, client, and the underwriter with what is required and how that insurance is going to be priced. So, I think we're starting to see. You know, a lot of the standardization take place, although I know clients still feel like it's probably a lot of back and forth with underwriting questions during the renewal process. But I think the market has has been softening with more competition around pricing and coverage terms and conditions. You know, I think there's still a handful of things around ransomware, business interruption, how claims may or may not come in. You have the war exclusion. There's a lot of kind of hot topics that are still out there. That I think from a coverage perspective, we're still working through. And, and I guess seeing more claims examples happen helps to provide further clarity on and, and how the policies are going to respond and, and helps the clients better understand how the policies will and will not respond. But those are a few, few of my thoughts around that.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff, man. A bunch of us from Alliance Cyber and the broader Alliance organization we're at rims together with clients we had a, a lot of tremendously engaging and deep dive dialogues uh, on these topics one of the questions that was asked was hey you know is the market softening which i think you addressed but i want to see if you agreed with some messaging that i shared with clients and i'll kind of repeat here which is if there has been some softening in the market which i think there has if carriers have responded favorably to meaningful progress and enhancement around cyber controls, which they have. Is this the time to take the foot off the gas, so to speak, to further your automotive analogy? I believe the answer is no. I believe now is the time to remain vigilant. Now is the time to proactively develop an outlook, a projection for what some of those emerging next generation, next wave cyber threats will look like. If there's anything that the past 25 years has taught me about cybersecurity and cyber threats and incidents and response and ultimately losses and claims is that, you know, it's not over yet. There will be a next wave. There will be a next chapter to the cyber threat universe. Just like, you know, uh, five years ago, it was probably difficult to predict the nature and extent of the ransomware spike that we had 2020, 2021 and beyond. What's next? I mean, I've got some ideas, but what are your thoughts? I mean, a couple of the clients out at RIMS I know just came straight out and said, Hey, you know, is ransomware dead? Is ransomware done? Are we through the woods? Has the market softened? Any further thoughts on that? Go ahead, Noah.
0: Yeah, I think you're spot on with there's a natural inclination when you see some of the pricing coming down that maybe everything's in place that need be. But I think you're right. You can't pull back on the constant evolution of your company around incident response, having controls, security controls in place to protect your company. Because as you know, CJ, threat actors are continuing to evolve all the time. There's there's new groups that pop up and everybody seems to always have a new gig. So I think the clients have to continually evolve along with the threats that like you said I don't think we can predict in in 2 years it could be something different ransomware has been the big one business interruptions the big one and really back in 2015 2014 it was all about privacy it was all about some of the large retailers that had huge privacy events and loss of whether it was healthcare information or credit card information and that was a huge issue for consumers and you know resulting lawsuits and notification costs and credit monitoring but i think you know we've seen that really trend down i don't think that it, while it's still an exposure, it, it doesn't seem to get the headlines as it used to. So, you know, I'm not sure what the, you know, 2024 is going to bring as far as the exposure, but I think you're absolutely right that the clients need to remain diligent to the extent they can and continue to invest the resources and the time to, to understanding the exposures that their organizations could face and put in best practices and protocols to mitigate, you know, those events.
1: Well said, well said. Well, listen, I want to kind of sum things up here. Welcome nolan wilson to the Alliant cyber team looking forward to engaging with impact with our clients together with you and our other colleagues here at alliant truly exciting times as we continue to build out and enhance our cyber capabilities with our platform our framework our alliance cyber ecosystem our incredibly evolved brokerage team i mean it's just really the place to be in my view and i've been doing this a long time so welcome nolan Thank you everyone for joining us, and we look forward to working with you in the future.